listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora back talking more Daredevil. Season 3. Uh, Aurora, this is the penultimate episode of mm-hmm. Daredevil. Episodes 11 and 12. And uh, these were really good episodes, I thought. Uh, yes. Really intense. Mm-hmm. They've, we were wondering if they were going to start ramping up. I mean, Because the last couple of episodes we thought were excellent and... Right. We were wondering if they were going to ramp up or keep ramping mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. The answer, of course, was yes. Of course, they're going to keep <laughs> ramping up. Uh, all right. So let's let's dive in deep into these and uh, let's talk about what happened. So starting with episode 11 of season three, Reunion, uh, Dex uh, has Nadim take control of the church crime scene. Um, so this is starting immediately after... Uh, everything at the church. Uh, and the FBI is now searching for Matt and Karen. Uh, they remain hidden with Maggie's help. Doesn't say here, but it's actually within like a tomb or something in the basement that they're hiding. Mm-hmm. It's really small, by the way. I'm not yeah, sure how very, they were very able tight. To, yeah, I'm not sure how they were able to fit in there or breathe for that matter. But yeah. Yeah, I had like a like a half hour discussion with my husband on how the physics of how they opened that from the inside. Yes. <laughs> how they got in there, how they managed to close it, like I mean there would be there'd have to be logistics just discussing how we're gonna fit in there. Yes. It's yeah. a good thing Karen Page is like really like she's she's yeah, not she's short, thin. but she's super thin, so Yes. Had it been like foggy and Matt, no way. Just, Wilson Fisk cannot fit there. No, as a, just by himself, <laughs> he would not have fit. No, no. Um, the Justice Department is now dropping all charges against Fisk, who announces his freedom to the public with a with a uh, speech that proclaims Daredevil as the public's enemy. Uh, now the crowd here doesn't actually turn against Daredevil, but they do sort of stop shouting at Fisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Vanessa on her way back to New York City. Fisk goes to retrieve the painting that she gave them or him when they first met, but it is in the possession of Esther Falb, uh, a Holocaust survivor whose family were the original owners of the painting. It was stolen from them during World War II. Uh, Fisk decides to let her keep it. Really, she didn't give him a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave her this story. She's like, well, here's your story plus ten times worse a story sir right. and it was my family's to begin with um but she also tells him like uh you know do you know what it's like to see your father 
killed in front of you and cold of blood. And I'm like, well, yeah, he does. He did it yeah. to his father. He did it, yes. <laughs> um, Foggy considers reading a statement apologizing to Fisk until he is called by Matt to help him escape the church. Foggy goes and surrenders Karen to the NYPD, uh, you know, to admit to her killing of, uh, uh, what's his name, Wesley, uh, I think. Yeah, from Wesley. Se- from season one, uh, which Nadim allows, although Nadim doesn't, doesn't really have a choice in this matter either, uh, because this is a, a state thing that she is uh, admitting to. And thus, it is within the jurisdiction of the police department. Uh, That distracts the FBI long enough for Matt to escape as well. Matt, Foggy, and Karen plan their next moves against Fisk. I should note that Karen wasn't actually arrested by the NYPD. Uh, They let her go. Right, they let her go. Yep. Um, Because Foggy has been talking with the detective about this and convincing him um, about... But also also Angel Nadim basically told him that the FBI is compromised yes. by saying that, you know, she yes. was going to was gonna get in, yeah. be taken into custody by the FBI. Right. He's like, don't react. Yeah. Just, you right. know, here's, here's what's going on. Uh, so Matt, Foggy, and Karen plan their next moves against Fisk, and they will need help. Later, Nadim and his family are attacked by FBI agents loyal to Fisk. Matt helps Nadim fight them off and decides to reveal his identity to him in order to gain his trust to help uh, get Nadim's family to safety. So what did you think of episode 11? Um, I loved it. I mean, I cannot say anything bad about this show. No, it's really good. I am in love with this show. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. I am in love with it. Um, I did say repeatedly, I don't know what this says about me, but repeatedly while watching this episode, I was like, can Karen and Matt please just make out? <laughs> I mean, they're right. They they were in this relationship for so long, you and they're you know they're in that little like space cramped together. And oh my god, you know like they every... yeah. come on, Aurora. You know they did but, when the cameras and, weren't on. I mean, I guess I don't know. They should have shown it. <laughs> I mean, they were really close to one another, and they were face yeah. to face. I mean, and, the, and every single conversation between them in this episode was filled with sexual tension. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Can you guys just make out already, so we can get this over with?" Yeah, come on, guys, just, uh, just hook back up. We, you want it? We want it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, I think there's a moment later. When then they all get together, they both get together with Foggy, and and that's when when they're trying to like come up with the plan of what they're gonna do. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, can they just make out? Yes, <laughs> have everybody make out. <laughs> that's just the show's just gonna turn into like. Have you ever seen? Um, oh man, what is that? Sh- Sense Eight. Have you ever watched that show? I haven't, but I've heard. Okay, yeah, that show's yes. just there's plenty of orgies on that show. <laughs> And I think that's just what Aurora is calling for. Again, here. I don't know what this says about me, but I just I just <laughs> felt that it was needed to cut the tension. <laughs> yeah. There, well, I mean, there's a lot of tension in this show, yes, for sure. A lot. A uh, lot. Um, they made a not-so-subtle political reference. Oof, I would say that it was really straightforward. <laughs> yeah. I know, some, I know a lot of people talk about how, like, ah, uh, the... Um, the subtlety is missing. I, I never see 
to me, I always see right through it. Like I never see subtlety when people mm-hmm. are putting messages out here. And with Fisk coming out to uh, when he comes to talk to the public and yeah, everybody just... hates him. Mm-hmm. And Fisk starts talking about fake news. Fake news. Yeah. And he's at the presidential hotel. Right. Which he right. basically owns. Mm-hmm. Really subtle not yeah. here. Of course, yeah, I, I think. I, thought, I didn't think it was subtle. I, th- I thought it was a really straightforward. Clearly a jab at Barack <laughs> Obama. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> well known for the usage of some of these terms. Uh, I mean, holy moly. Like, it just really stuck out to me. Everywhere I looked, yeah. I'm like, wow, they're really just they're just pointing it out here, aren't they, a little bit? Yeah, and they also said something. I think, am I wrong by saying that it, there was, the one of the last scenes in this episode was Foggy, Karen, and Matt talking about how they were going to take them fist by the law, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, there's a moment in that conversation where Matt says, the law doesn't work, like, there's powerful men in this world that are above the law because they're so powerful and Foggy's like nobody's above the law Mm -hmm. um that whole conversation i was like wow that's uh very close to what's happening in real life it is indeed (laughs) um but even if you take like certain uh united states presidents out of the conversation um this is kind of like an overarching theme in these two episodes yeah uh and it feels like the whole last half. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of been the story of from season one as well. But um, this question about does the system work? work. And everybody, everybody right. knows it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. does it work enough? Does it work when it needs to, or is it too easily corruptible or avoidable? Right. And you've got Matt and Foggy, who are both lawyers. And you've got one who's become incredibly disillusioned in Matt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who is convinced that the system doesn't work. And you've got Foggy, who is convinced the system will work. Um, but boy, does it keep seeming like it's not going to work. Right. Um, right. And we we get more of that in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, there wasn't a, a ton of action in this episode, but the the stuff at the end with um, when Nadim comes home to try to get his family to pack and mm-hmm. to leave. Oh my goodness. That was so intense. It was tense. Yeah. Um, I should have seen Daredevil showing up to help him at the end, but I was actually caught off guard by it. I was mm-hmm. so invested in that. I'm like, Oh, well, when it happened, I'm like, ah, of course, of course. Like, I, I was shouting at the TV. I was, I was like, Daredevil better show up. Yeah, well, I, I mean, he's dead show up. Yeah. I don't want nothing to happen to Nadim, which, you know, we'll find out later that... Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got a... Well, I mean, but, he's clearly got a target on his back, so... Yeah, yeah. He's... Yeah, uh, but, you know, it, when he comes in the house, there's a broken vase. Yes. In oh, the floor. Yes. And he freaks out, and I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, they killed his family. Yeah, uh, or they've got them hostage or something. They've taken right. them, perhaps. Yeah, and the kid just broke the vase, and he's like, "Right, I, I told mom." And are you mad? Like that was mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, dad yeah. comes charging in with a gun out. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was tense uh, to me. My favorite scene in this episode was 
uh, Fisk and going to Esther Falb's house. Yeah, that was to, an amazing scene. To try to get the painting. That was really incredible. I mean, because his, yeah. his description of, like, his story of why the painting means so much to him, why he wants to buy it, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not sinister. Right. It, I mean, it really means something to him. And Vanessa, who gave it to him, did not know the history of the painting. And or did she? I, uh, honestly, I'm gonna, I don't know. I don't trust her. <laughs> well, sure. But I mean, honestly, I'm going to say honestly, no. Because like when they got together, like I feel like Fisk corrupted her with power. Like when she got a taste of power. Mm-hmm. It corrupted her, but before that, like she gave him the painting before all of that. That's true. That's Honest, true. Honestly, I'm gonna honestly say I don't think she she knew. And okay. um, Esther tells this um, incredible story of how this belonged to her family and it was taken mm-hmm. from them. And she was like one of the lone survivors of the of the Holocaust from her family, and mm-hmm. you know, that she finally got this painting back that belonged to her family like this is her only connection like the painting is Fisk's connection to Vanessa it's a symbol of their love but you know Esther's and the weird thing is she stood up to him and he backed yes. down and he backed down yeah uh, she 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 uh, compared him to the people that took uh, her, that killed her family yeah and took the painting in the first place and yeah uh, Fisk, of course, doesn't really see himself in that light necessarily, but mm-hmm. he says that Vanessa wouldn't want him to take it from her. Right. And she, of course, says, you know, is that supposed to mean anything to me? And he says, no, it means uh, it means something to, to him. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. he's not going to bug her about it, which makes things all the sadder a little bit later on right right because but at that it, during content. that moment when he went in her house i thought that he was gonna kill her a hundred percent so the fact that he walked away it really surprised me yeah he, he continues yeah. to be a, a complicated very complex very character. complex man yeah <laughs> which makes him a tremendous villain he's amazing awesome. yeah. um anything else about this episode aurora um no, I, I, I was just I was gonna mention that yesterday I watched the Magnificent Seven, the movie. Have you okay. watched that movie? I've not seen it, no. And the actor that plays Fisk is in that movie. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. Yes. And he plays a totally different character. Yeah. I was blown away by how this guy can sh- just just his acting is amazing. Mm-hmm. So coming back and watching this episode uh, I was like confused for a yes. minute because I, it, I, I, and I just wanted to mention it because he is such a good actor mm-hmm. um, that it just yep. blows me away that he, even though he has been so horrible. Oh yes. During, during that moment with that, you know, that painting scene, mm-hmm. uh, I felt empathy towards him. And it's crazy because it's an awful, awful human being. <laughs> yeah. He really is. He's got... Uh, yeah, he plays this character in such a way that you're still able to squeeze out a little bit of empathy for him a little yes. bit. Yes. Just, just enough to make it really interesting, but not enough for you to be like, oh, we should just let him go. 
Right. I mean, he's, you know, he, he means well. Uh, you know, we know he doesn't mean well. He's <laughs> just uh, complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It is, in fact, complicated. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what would you give episode 11 of Daredevil? I give it 4.5. All right. Uh, yeah. I was tempted to go higher than mm-hmm. four and a half at times, but I stuck with my four and a half as well. Yeah. Uh, I was tempted to maybe go four and three quarters, but I, I'm like, you know what? I, yeah. There could, I, I presumed more on the horizon. So. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, I, I was also tempted, but then I, I looked back at the previous episodes and I was like, it wasn't those were, those were fives yeah. and I cannot compare those with this one, even though this yeah. one was amazing. Yeah. Those other ones were like a five. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so before we talk about the next episode, uh, thank you to the kindly sponsors of Adam Tickets, cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets, or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick up some movie tickets or gift card for the movie fan in your life. And now it is season three, episode 12, One Last Shot, uh, which is to say Matt has decided to give Foggy's way essentially one last shot in fact Mm -hmm. um trying to trust in the system uh fisk is reunited with vanessa she returns um and she convinces fisk to let her into the criminal side of his life something he's been sheltering her from this whole time without asking fisk dex retrieves quote unquote the painting from esther fob and vanessa notices some blood uh, on the frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, we know what happened here. Right. Uh, Matt agrees to carry out Foggy's plan, working together as lawyers as they once had. They take Nadim on as a client and organize with Blake Tower to have Nadim testify against Fisk in front of a grand jury. Uh, Foggy also offers to withdraw from the race for district attorney, and they get Nadim's family to safety. Meanwhile, Karen calls a press conference to announce what Nadim is doing so the public is aware, given that his testimony would be sealed. Matt and Foggy celebrate after the hearing, which, by the way, was, uh, wasn't made easy for them to get to in the first place. Right. Uh, despite their best efforts at concealment, Matt and Nadim get stopped in the middle of the I don't know the highway or the road. I don't know. It's like under under a under a bridge, under something a, like that. Under a bridge, and they yeah. basically have to escape through a, a quite a few of Fisk's henchmen trying to which, take. Which him. was amazing, by the way. Yes, it was in fact awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, where did I leave off? Uh, okay, Matt and Foggy celebrate after the hearing, with Foggy hinting that he would like to continue working with Matt like this. However, Fisk has managed to get somebody inside of the grand jury and real and uh, Matt overhears this jury member letting everybody know that Fisk knows who they are and where they live. They live. Mm-hmm. And as a result, he controls the grand jury. They vote not to indict. They're basically Fisk continues to remain free. Nadim is convinced that Fisk cannot be stopped and returns to his home where he records a video for his wife and son. Fisk decides it would be better not to kill Nadim now that he is a public figure, but Vanessa convinces him otherwise, and they send Dex to kill Nadim 
which he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, episode 12, Aurora, what did you think? This was the first episode in this season that I didn't want to keep watching. No? Because I was really upset that Nadine died. Yeah. Like, seriously upset. I yeah. love that character so much. Mm-hmm. They really turned him into something in twelve. Oh, he, only twelve episodes. They really his managed character to do a lot. development in this season was incredible. Mm-hmm. And you know the way that at the end he tried to do the right thing and everything he went through just to die. Yeah. I just it just destroyed my heart. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really sad. Um, it was really sad. I liked that, um, I mean, I know, you know, something is up. Like, you know, like, that's not the end of the, the, the story or anything like that. He knew he was going to die, but, um, you know, he didn't, uh, like when he confronted Dex and Dex wanted to take him somewhere, he's like, no, this is, this is where he actually forced Dex to kill him Mm -hmm. because Dex didn't want to do it there. I'll be right. I'll be honest. There is something weird that sort of st- sticks out to me about that, uh, because as soon as he shoots them, like they're in a neighborhood. Yeah. So like car alarms go off, dogs are barking, the light and the next door neighbor's window, you know, lights up, and Dex just stood there. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did he escape? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. It was it was pretty crazy. But he has escaped for from many things in this show. Mm-hmm. Like he escaped the church thing. He escaped uh, yes. the thing at the bulletin. Like he is a master, master at escaping. He, he has done a pretty good job of yes. getting away with it for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course, everybody looks bad now. This is kind of like the big fall before the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this goes back to them showing Kingpin's reach. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, oh, well, they've got him for sure. And then it's like, wait, no, he's got the grand jury in his pocket. Yep. And now Nadim has no protection. His family has no protection. Karen looks like a liar. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that because she meets up with her boss, her old boss, mm-hmm. who's happy to see that she's still alive and helps her with this. There's this one great line where one of the reporters is just like on her case as they're trying to leave. And he's like, he's like, leave her alone. Jeez, how much is Fisk paying you anyway? And right. like walks off. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, this is like, you know, the Empire Strikes Back. It's everything, mm-hmm. everything ends uh, really bad. Presumably so everything can end relatively happily. But yeah. um, not a lot to celebrate in this episode. The no. Nadim and Matt escaping the, you know, through the tunnel thing so good. that was really cool so good yes. and nadim is nadim is like i know what i'm doing and matt is like just trust me i know what you're doing better <laughs> and he's just you know telling him where people are it's amazing it was so good yeah i mean he makes that that line earlier after he after he gets out of the testifying to the grand jury uh, and he's like, I'm really proud of you. And he's like, you could hear me through the walls, right? And right. He's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, you know, that's really creepy, right? And Foggy goes, yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> yeah. But I also like the fact that during the, the scene under the tunnel, mm-hmm. um, there's some, I, I like the small details this show like sneaks in. Like mm-hmm. there's a moment where 
they're passing through a car where there's a woman inside the car listening to music. Yes. And the music is really loud inside the car, but he keeps going. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was amazing that they're showing that he can like, like hone in certain sounds and like, yes. You know, like he can choose between sounds. It's because he, can, he could he he could hear the keys in the like in the cab that they escaped in. It yeah. was very far away. The keychains the keychain was wobbling and he could hear it right. jingling. Right. In the car that was still running. He couldn't yeah. tell what kind of car it was. Turns out it was a cab. <laughs> the cab, yeah. Um so they took that. Nadim said, I'm gonna drive because you know, Matt's <laughs> blind. Yeah. Uh, he said, I think I should drive. <laughs> although I feel like Matt could probably drive just oh, fine. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and and I think he could probably drive backwards for that matter. Yeah, but uh, he probably has has never driven a car, though, right? Probably. Yeah, so Doesn't he, seem like he, he could. Needs it. I think he could drive a car, but he first should learn how to use it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I really liked the... Um, I really liked the uh, the scene with Tower and Nadim and <laughs> Matt and Foggy, um, or even like the bit the the real good bit was before that where uh, F- Foggy presumably is going to meet Tower to or he's out in the car talking with Tower about what he's gonna give up uh, mm-hmm. in order for Tower to listen to this. But he he notes that you know Fisk has gotten his family dirty and now he's using that to threaten him. And if he became DA, then he would kind of be in Fisk's pocket a little, or he'd have no choice but to help his family. Um, so he's going to drop out regardless, but he wants Tower to, to listen. But the, for me, the real great scene was on the inside with Matt talking with um, Nadim and trying to figure out why he did any of this in the first place. And, you know, he's like, Fisk got my... Um, you know, insurance canceled for my sister. And he's like, so you sell your house, you cash in your mm-hmm. mortgage or whatever it is. And, um, you know, you, you do what you got to do. And he's like, you did all of this other stuff instead. And he finally breaks down Nadim to admit that he just didn't want to be this average guy for his right. son. He wanted to be like this, you know, superhero type guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, something for his son to, to look up to or right um you know whatever the case may be and uh ultimately he knows he screwed up so like when foggy and matt are trying to negotiate with tower about like they don't want him to do any jail time right and they wanted uh, full immunity full immunity and tower's like no way it's like he committed like class a felony murdered people you can't just walk for mm-hmm. murder, he wants a minimum five years for each, each charge. Count. Yeah, for mm-hmm. each count, and they're ready to let him walk. When Nadim is like, "No, you're right. I do have to pay for this. It's not which fair." Which I, which I, which I, I liked. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. he, he owned up to the mistakes that he has made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I I thought. Overall, this was a, a really good episode. I'm sad, of course. Like, yes. boy, what a downer. But a really good episode, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts, Aurora? Um, no, the very good episode. It, it, I was tense the whole time because the whole time I was thinking they're going to kill Nadine. The whole time. Um, 
when they are in the 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 boxing place i i was like they're gonna come in and they're gonna kill him when mm -hmm. they are you know under the tunnel i was like they're gonna kill him oh my god there's no way he's gonna make it to the uh court and yes. he makes it and he and he testifies and i was like he did it wow so you know that the the, mm -hmm. the whole episode is making you believe that he's in a you know a lot of danger he's not gonna make it yep. and he does and he does he fulfills his purpose in the episode and then they kill him <laughs> it yeah. was i mean i knew it was done i know he was done when i saw him pull up to the house like he looks up at the yeah. security camera yeah just he knew let, let him know yeah yeah and it's like oh well that's it for him yeah um but yeah I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all comes to a come to a header. But uh, what mm -hmm. would you give episode twelve? I'm gonna give it a four, just because the dean died. Uh, lost some points. I gave it a four and a yeah. half, but <laughs> um, an excellent episode. The yeah. show is tremendous. It really upsetting that it's canceled. Hopefully, it reappears really uh, yes. on some other form or fashion um, once all this Disney stuff starts rolling out. Or maybe they just start putting him in the movies. Oh, that will be amazing. He's good enough. It's definitely good enough to be in the of movies. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's it for this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, and Stitcher. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. And that way you can hear us come back next time talking about Daredevil Season 3. Episode 13, the finale. It's called A New Napkin. Mm -hmm.